Welcome to the Grow Down Podcast. Conversations while following Jesus on the old road which leads to new life. I'm your host, Tim Herset, and this week my wife Emily is joining us for the second part of our conversation about ritual. like some rhythms in your life yeah. and how you were connecting that with ritual so and, and tying into last month where we talked about relationship mm-hmm. do you have any rituals that keep your relationships with your friends growing stronger <sighs> well one well I'm still as I, I'm trying to figure out this definition of the word ritual and trying to figure out if it fits what I'm talking about you know, this rhythm Okay. Um, I, at this point, I would call it a rhythm. I don't know if I would call it a ritual, but maybe you can convince me otherwise. Um, every Wednesday, I've been getting together with a good friend of mine named Jessica, and she brings her little girl over and plays with my little girl and well, our little girl. And that is something that having the ritual or the, like, we know that Wednesday mornings is our time that we both have free and we save it to be with each other um you know if we're sick or something we cancel but that's a regular time so typically on a tuesday or early wednesday morning there's some communication about making that happen and definitely that regular time of getting together strengthens our relationship with one another because we have this time to talk about our lives it's a set aside time to be with one another yeah that's cool you said the word set aside um biblically the rituals they are set aside times mm-hmm. uh set apart times the the holy days you read about them in the old testament a lot these different feasts that they they had those would be rituals that it was the time was set aside and the particular feast the ritual was remembering a specific something that happened in the history now i understand you and jessica aren't weekly setting aside this time to remember something specific but it sounds to me like but i mean we get together and we remember that we are friends yeah it sounds to me like it's the the intentionality is what yeah is it's very it it's very intentional yeah if someone if someone were to call you and say hey emily could we get together on wednesday at 10 a.m you'd probably say no, that time I would doesn't rather, work. Yeah, I'd rather try to... Can we do noon? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Uh, and that's the cool thing about rituals is some rituals are just handed down to us. They're passed along. It's mm-hmm. the, the old road kind of things. Like because of the trajectory of our life, because of the family we're born into, there might be rituals that we have. Um, for Like I think of my family, I'm not really... I, I tried to get into this, but for like my oldest brother, and he got it from my dad, like the ritual of big game hunting in the fall, like mid-October to the Sunday after Thanksgiving, getting up way earlier than you would normally get up and going out into the woods and trying to find a deer or an elk to bring home to harvest and have meat, right? Like that, mm-hmm. that a, there's a lot of ritual to it. 
So and, do they call that a ritual and not a tradition? Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, I would say it's, it was a ritual because of the intentionality with it. Trying to provide food. Um, there's so much more to it than the food though, or like a trophy to mm -hmm. hang on the wall, but it's the, there are some relationships there, people that they don't get together with other than during hunting season. Um, so that I, I think of that, um, that something that's kind of been handed down, but also is a, a choice. And I know I, I talked to my brother when I decided that, man, I do want to go try going elk hunting. Like he was so excited to bring me into that. And just how in our walk with Jesus, like when someone says that I really would love to grow in this aspect, mm -hmm. how excited we are to invite someone into it. That, so I guess what I'm saying is there's more and more of a shift in my own thinking toward the positive when it comes to rituals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is exciting. It is exciting to invite people into stuff that you're excited about. Yeah. Unless you're like wanting to do something solo. Maybe that's not as exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um... So you also you also had asked the question about is there other things that maybe are burdensome? Yeah. Or like an obligation. Uh, the thing that came to my mind was <clears throat> like when people, it's like a greeting that people might say. They might say, "How are you?" and then keep walking. Like, "Hey, how's it going?" And but it's as they're walking, and so there's really not a time for a reply or, "Hey, how's it going?" And you're walking away. And it doesn't give time for an honest response, whether that response is really excited about whatever's happening that day or if that response is like, I'm not doing well. Uh, it just It's more of a ritual or like something our culture does to just say that as we're walking by. Or another maybe ritual or something that I grew up with was when we would do something wrong and or... You know, sometimes when we would say, I'm sorry, a response that we would get was, it's okay. And that's something that I've been learning as I get older is that maybe it was okay, but maybe it wasn't okay. Uh, the appropriate response might be, I forgive you. And how the it's okay could become um, a hindrance for you or yeah, it could make it seem like, well, if it's okay, I'll keep doing it. Yeah, it's like, well, why did I really need to say I was sorry? Then? Yeah. Well, and, and I love that you bring that particular thing up because often I think, you know, there's there's rituals within even a church worship service. Mm -hmm. um, our church, we have a time of confession where we actually, there's silence in the middle of the service to, as individuals and then as a whole group, confess sin and then to hear that you are forgiven and that's a ritual and mm -hmm. it's it's a ritual that a lot of people a lot of churches have they have stopped doing for a, a whole various number of different reasons but they've taken that part of the service out because it makes a lot of people uncomfortable if you don't grow up with that ritual then you're having to do that when you're having to verbally acknowledge your sin with a bunch of people, that's like really uncomfortable. And so they stop doing it as a part of the church. And so it's a ritual that 
in America at least, is it's really gone missing in our time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was saying that because the, like you're saying, to admit that you've done something wrong and then to hear that you're forgiven, that, that as a ritual is so healthy and good. And we need it. And, you, and that's a ritual that you can't really receive, can't participate in on your own as effectively. Yes, you can personally by yourself confess and receive forgiveness and read scripture for that and whatever, but um, it's totally different to do it in a group of people. And it's different even to do it just like one-on-one with someone. Um, I think all, yeah, all of those are important, important for allowing forgiveness for yourself, important to let others forgive you in a group or yeah. in or one-on-one yeah and I, and I think it connects with what we talked about last month in relationship like there's there's been like kind of this pendulum swing to an overemphasis on the personal relation like the personal individual salvation versus relating to god as a community um and and i think that's where that in my own experience i guess at least the the negative feeling toward ritual comes from. No ear has heard, no mind conceived what the Lord has prepared for those who love Him. No eye has Lord has prepared for those who love Him.